Hey everybody, welcome to episode 75 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back, I'm Ben, and once again I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. Hello, hello. What's up, Buttercup? How you doing? It's <laughs> a new pet name. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> you should call me other things. It really throws off people if you call them things like that. And Sausage is a particular favourite. We've got a big night manager. His name's Lewis. Lovely guy. But he is a giant of a man. And um, yeah, really throws him off. If I rock up in the morning, I'm like, hello, Sausage. He's like, oh, hello. Oh, hi, how are you? I'm like, it's all right, Lewis. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's good fun. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Keep, keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway dude how you doing yeah no doing all good all good what's uh it was really late it feels it's really dark and i have <laughs> been absolutely shattered this week i don't know what's going on like i'm assuming mm. it's kind of like a mini seasonal affective disorder or i've been trying to explain this to tiff we went to a wedding on saturday it was amazing it was outdoors there were people we drank with friends and it was awesome and i think socializing for 12 hours straight has just wrecked us now like not used to it <laughs> no i was like wow <laughs> and it's taken us like a week to recover uh and she's like oh, i'm just really tired and really fed up with people and i was like i oh, know i think i think we've overdone it a bit but mm. you know that's all right i know it feels really dark feels really late anyway bt it's podcast time it's blood bowl time what are we chatting about today yeah, today we're going to be talking about vampires because that's quite <laughs> fresh off the press. Um, talk about, and then with that, talk about the BB20 meta, sort of what's changed, what's evolved, and just the usual games hobby and star players. So we've got our, like you say, you, 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 you're still winding down from that weekend. It does feel later. It might be quite a low energy, chill podcast. We'll, uh, I think a chill podcast games and stuff as well is, and, in, is yeah. in order. We've got no, nothing from Games yeah. Workshop recently which means that this podcast is going to come out on Saturday and they're going to drop some stuff on Sunday. And you know what? I'm all right with it. I'm right. I'll be, I'll be good. Uh, you joked about a roadmap, Ben. I, I was like, so going to be like, <laughs> let's talk about some kind of roadmap for Blood Bowl. What could it be from Games Workshop? But ultimately, we just don't know. However, as we're going to discuss in this episode, BB 2020 is not bb16 when it comes to mm -hmm. rules when it comes to the meta when it comes to what's good and what's not and actually that means that even if games workshop don't drop anything else we've got more teams than we had before and there is a ton of exploring left to do which is evidenced by the fact that vampires went nine and oh in two tournaments over the weekend at thread ball yeah however there's a there's, there's there's background to that like a significant amount of background like it's not a but we got to talk about the fact that they did manage to do that and uh yeah i, I think it's going to be pretty good fun anyway on to news okay so unlike last week where there was an absolute ton of blood bowl news um there's not really much going on this fortnight which is probably okay for now um we looked at the nameplate kickstarter last week that's got 10 days to go and it's absolutely crushed its target we've seen everybody else's kickstarter succeed except for the hogs war dwarves they landed got them in the show notes went to check and it had been cancelled 
Um, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Mm. It could be that they're just landing now and the market for dwarves is pretty saturated right now. I mean... Yeah, I've had quite a lot of new releases, haven't we, for dwarves? Punger and Grebo. Punger and Grebo, you've got your third-party elite and then you've got Games mm-hmm. Workshop drop in the cheap bomb box team. But it's that's a dwarves tough market, especially when you've got like Vanath as well for a really good price mm-hmm. in the kind of mid range. Yeah, dwarves tough gig. However, what we have got to look at very quickly is something that I'm sure you've all seen bits of, but it's Myth and Goal, which is a board game, a one to two player board game coming uh, from Blacklist Games, and they keep dropping notes and things. And we've got a design diary here, so. There's actually not a huge amount of information about the game and how it's going to work, but um, it's a board game for one to two people. Yes, solo players fully integrated. There's going to be uh, basically eight players on a pitch. It's very much D&D meets fantasy football kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. There's some models in there. It's going to be part of it, and it's coming in the summer. I've dropped the link below. Go and have a look. Like, There's some cool art. I'm interested to see how the game plays. They don't have that yet. It says at the heart of the game is about team management. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be halfway between Blood Bowl on the board and the team manager card game. That kind of vibe. It's created by the person who created Blitz Bowl or was involved in creating Blitz Bowl as well. So, I mean, we're Blood Bowl players. So obviously the fact that it starts out with uh, an orc, a dwarf, a human and... Oh, flipping egg. High elves teams. Mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting to me i'm i'm actually i'm keeping an eye on it the models are good they've shown four models off so far four of that so far so far um <laughs> there might be a couple more they the dwarves kind of look uh lord of the rings-esque actually probably they actually more. look a lot like the new grubo ones <laughs> honestly. Um, oh in the art they do the miniatures themselves are getting yeah. a bit more like kings of yes. war um, yeah, they do. Uh, the orc guys that call the high elves look more like Amazons, so this could be a way to drop an mm-hmm. Amazon team in. Um, and the orcs look kind of human orcish, so will be good for barbarian. I don't know. I think it's. I am a big fan of more models. Um, just more models, please. No matter what company you're doing, and no matter what you're doing, um, mm-hmm. unless it's like shark people, in which case you got to tread carefully. Although that team was kickstarted successfully twice, so hey, what do I know? And apparently, yeah, that's you know. True. <laughs> <laughs> it was that wasn't to my taste but hey it worked so yeah myth and goal <laughs> keep an eye out we're on the press list so mm. as soon as we get insight into how the game plays and things like that we'll definitely feature it on the channel we'll get some games of the go and because it's solo i'll be able to just binge film a load of it as well which is pretty sweet uh, talking of yeah, binge, I'm, i, I yeah. mean dude it just I'm just excited for more games like this. There's another game that dropped uh, a few years ago. It was called Dungeon Ball. We got uh, a set to play and then COVID happened. So, uh-huh. yeah, we didn't actually yeah. get a chance to play it uh, with anybody. I sort of suggested Tiff and she was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Then the Switch came out and um, I've not really seen her since. <laughs> um, she's on one of her two islands. Um, she's, uh, what was it? She's, she's mastered uh, the art of the diagonal bridge now so like her islands are Ooh, starting okay. to, yeah her islands are starting to look actually next level like, you oh, know, to... like some of it's just like really nice and then she's now doing this stuff and i'm like Ooh, wow i'm impressed anyway i've watched many island tours with her um and she's done many island tours and i'm like she's leveled up her skills it's been good 
Anyway. This is uh, Animal Crossing, for anyone wondering. This is <laughs> yeah. like an actual yeah. island tour and she's yeah. into construction well, now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We did kind of talk about this. We were talking about like uh, renovating a home and a garden and things like that. And I was like, this is what you've been training for for the last two years of your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, when it comes to either setting up the, you know, the venue for the wedding or anything like this. I was like, you've been doing this now for a solid two years. You're going to be just fine. Um, see if I might see if she wants to help design a blood bowl pitch. See if uh, see if we can put her her deco. It's, it's, It'd it's be very in, cute. It's in squares. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Maybe that's the next Kickstarter that we should see. Uh, an Animal Crossing blood bowl team. Ah, uh, the Rebo Kimos will be all on that. Yeah. <laughs> to get your significant others into it, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Uh, blood Crossing Seven. That's quite the crossover, isn't it? <laughs> American football, Warhammer, and Animal Crossing. Do you know, it might, just might work. It just, <laughs> <laughs> it just might work, but probably shouldn't. So yeah, Myth and Goal. Keep an eye on it. It says coming soon to Kickstarter. It's due to be out in the summer, so I'm expecting to see that kind of soonish. You know, um, yeah. I just, that's just exciting to have more games, more games. Definitely. Um, it's from our Needy Cat games as well. I'm not sure if that was mentioned, but ah, oh. they're, the, they're the designers, aren't they? It's being produced. Yeah, small studio in the UK. Yeah, Blacklist um that's very cool very cool uh right yes as i said recording of games we are well along the way with bonehead championship as well the first game is recorded and edited and uploaded to youtube so that was cool and ben you came around this week and we got the second game on the go and recorded and it was pretty good fun i don't suppose we can really talk too much about it because we want to keep the results a surprise but if this episode comes out on the 21st I'm hoping for the first game to go live Sunday the 29th, if I can, if everything goes to plan and we don't have any more car breakdowns. So that's cool. I'm super, super, super psyched about this. I had a great time yeah. playing the game. Ben, our game was a little bit outrageous at times. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. it, was... it was a proper, um, yeah, the, the dice were interesting, but, you know. <laughs> In, in Blood Bowl, that's often the case. <laughs> I have never seen dice like I have in the first two games of the Bonehead Championship. It's just, <laughs> it's just nonsense. And I think people are going to think it's rigged, but it's really not. Um, and, yeah. Right, th this is going to seem like legitimate product placement, but the Charlie Victor casualty dice, um, they sent us a, a copy to have a look at and things. But I busted it open on for the very first game, and obviously we used it for ours as well. And I was, I just remember just being like, this is incredibly useful. Like, yeah, this, it saved a lot of time. I, I'm <laughs> looking through the charts. Yeah. And... I, I know it's the price of a team, uh, uh, but I was like, this is, yeah, this is very useful. And it's been very useful for filming as well to get it right. I was like, okay, this mm -hmm. is my new favorite thing. Um, and we've already had a death on it as well, which is very exciting. And I like that. Um, right, before we move on to hobby goodness, just want to say hello and a big fat welcome to our new patrons, uh, Colin Melville, Madden, Jester, Rocky Cat and Trolls, who Larson? Man, I'm bad with names. This is this is not good. And uh, a big thank you to everybody who joins us on a Patreon. We've got a ton of people out there. We want to do more, but the last month really has been focusing on building up the bono championship so big thank you to all you guys who have been helping name the players um pick the rosters and as of next week you'll get early access to the games as well so um the patrons are going to get it on the saturday everybody else is going to get it on the sunday and we're just going to start having a really 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 fun time like the world is back blood bowl is 
hella back and that means we get to just go and have a really good time and yeah big thank you to everybody who supports the show in whatever way you can because it means we can do some crazy hobby and i think we will talk crazy hobby So I've just madly insulted Ben and we're moving on to hobby. <laughs> so Ben, other than uh, my kind compliments, what's going on with you? What have you been up to hobby-wise? Um yeah, no, I've 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 actually been up to quite a lot. Um amidst painting Necrons forever, which will be the update for the next probably until episode 100. Hang on, so you're about um, two of three with the Necrons, aren't you? These are the yeah yeah I'm most of the way through batch two now. Um, these are the I've, I've given the, a deadline of September. This Sorry? is the big guy section, isn't it? And then you're moving on to the no. very vehicles. No, it's medium guy, then big guys at the end. Oh wow! I've got like the elites and stuff, and some of the heroes. It's a lot of heroes, um, which isn't too bad because it's like quite a lot of the army, but just single models. But um, yeah, no, I'm. I'm annoyed that there's still one more step. <laughs> I'm just like, I just kind of want to be done now. It's, uh, but I'm still cracking away and I'm getting in other stuff mid, mid hobby as well. So, um, painted up a couple of, uh, ogre gorges for my Sigmar army. Um, cause I had a game of that over the weekend. Yeah. So pictures look really out cool. and those. Yeah. Yeah. They were from a Kickstarter by Xali factory. I'm probably yeah, saying that wrong. That's how it's spelled. Probably um, factory. Yeah, something. Yeah, they're based in Spain. They actually do a lot of blood bowl stuff. Um, they do pictures and things. Uh, I think they've got some models. I've done rudimentary Spanish, but I don't remember there being a ton of X's in their names. But like Coximoxicos <laughs> and the good Xali factor. I don't know. Like guys, come on. <laughs> oh, it's actually a thing. to Xali factor. Well, I just well, I think if it's a Spanish company, they've gone with Sali, and then they they just I don't know. I assume it's not, but Sali. Oh yeah, no, I think it's just them. What is Sali? Yeah, but I'm like, just go easy. Just search the word Sali, and that comes up. Uh, I'm I'm scared to look at STL files for this. Anyway, sorry, I'm interrupted. You can please carry on. <laughs> That's okay. Also, so politicians. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, they uh. They, they, it's it was a really good Kickstarter, for like, and pretty much a whole ogre army for like twenty five euros, twenty nine euros, something like that, of files. Um, and you have everything. So I'm just like, well, if I ever want to expand my ogres, this is it. Um, really cool. Uh, so yeah, I printed those out, painted those up, which was really fun. Painting like non metal was really, really cool. Oh yeah, definitely um, need a palette cleanse, do you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've also been building conquest. Um, for kind of in like meetings and stuff, and like during the podcast, just like putting <laughs> things together. Got my little stands of dudes, so I'm I'm fully in on this game. Um, I've actually convinced a friend to try it as well. I think you also have 100%. shown some interest. Yeah, hundred percent. So I'm I'm off next week, and I've got my my week off. Um, and gonna get some filming on the go and everything. I'm gonna buy myself some hobby time. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, either borrow some of yours to paint or just get an order in because it yeah. just it's important to have something different every now and again like it is very cool and if it's you know all the rage and you like it then it's probably good like <laughs> well <laughs> i tend to like everything well um, i don't know because there's the element of like liking the stuff that everybody else is liking but this is not 
like apart from I know you said that Dunkard and some other other people are getting involved, but this is not like the new hotness. This is not like I got Kill Team because it's the new thing mm. from Games Workshop. Even though it looks like Kill Team's a lot of fun, despite the ridiculousness of the symbols, like this game just looks like it's standing on its own merit, which is yeah, it, it's is really great. just solid fun game. If you like rank and flank army stuff, like this, I mean, I haven't played too much rank and flank, but I played a lot of army stuff. This is probably my favorite rule set, just in terms of how things work. It just you just feel like a general, and it feels really interactive with your opponent, um, which is all really good. Um, and it's the the it's managed really well. It's very like refreshingly managed. Um, the company's very open. They're very community driven, um, and everything like all the rules and stuff are free. So it's just really quite easy to get into. Um, that's the sales pitch. That's not sponsored, but Parabellum. As the company that do it and they're really cool so yeah if you yeah. want to if you want to sponsor the podcast that's fine you know yeah that'd be great yeah <laughs> i think ben would be okay <laughs> with that yeah. i mean he's a problem with raid shadow legends but apparently uh conquest that's fine yeah yeah that's fine it's not <laughs> it's, it's not raid shadow legends I'm, yeah. I'm still i'm still upset with jlo for her little coin app game but that's okay that's okay wait too. what but jlo <laughs> jlo did this little coin app like this coin this game app but i got very upset by it I was like, no, not even not JLo now, and it was a garbage-looking game as well. I was like, wow, yeah. how J-Lo. mighty of but I know Arnie as well. He did, he's done that, hasn't he? Yeah, but Arnie's a meme and he loves it, like, <laughs> and that's okay. He just owns it. He's actually a really inspirational guy. Like Arnie's really interesting. Yeah, and, everything, and uh, you know, has great app games. Um. <laughs> hobby wise i have been very busy i've finished off both the teams that we needed to film with which means i've basically mm-hmm. got one team left to go which is the uh the marienberg minor tours the nobility team they're nearly there mostly because i got orange to paint so finished off the necro team finished off the uh oh yeah went to entoyment because i couldn't find my other wood oh, elf yeah. catcher so i got to take a little trip to entoyment which was nice a whole new team for the catcher yeah, that's it i was like oh, i need a catcher better go to entoyment i was like tiff she's popping to entoyment she's like ben that's in pool i was like yeah i know and she's like what do you need and i was like oh, i need this team she's like do amazon have it and i was like nope they have all the other teams not wood elves so i'm gonna go for a two-hour drive to a game store and it was awesome <laughs> and i was on the tv which was quite funny as well oh <laughs> uh, yeah i bet you love that don't you <laughs> it's really funny the bloke's like hey you're on the tv i was like oh thank you um like, ugly guy he? i was like that is true cheers um he just sees your card pull up he's like quick get, get him on get yeah. him on. <laughs> <laughs> no it was wicked i love enjoyment and i just got to mooch around i picked up some stuff for the other some of the other guys locally as well but i just got to wander around and look at all the toys and look at all the I, like mantic games they're just it's a treasure trove for blood bowl stuff like for big guys and you very nearly bought this little this there's a unit of like 10 goblin sized uh enslavers basically that's what they look like okay right so they've got like gribbly cthulhu faces like squid faces and little bodies and i was like yeah this is definitely my next stunty team um <laughs> so i was having a look at this i was like no ben you need to finish three teams before you can get something else um so i you, will go you blitz and through them though because i've seen like it's like what do you want to play for the for the games <laughs> yeah. for, the, for the videos it's just like i'll play necromantic right okay i'll paint up a necromantic team in like a day <laughs> <laughs> well, I have this uh, very unique way of doing things where I half finish loads of jobs and then move on. 
<laughs> so when I come to finish them, they're, they're half done. <laughs> I was like, right, so what we need to do is just pick out some more colours and flood them with Agrax. Although my new pot of Agrax is a lot darker than my last pot and I'm not happy well, with it's it. It's a different batch. Yeah, different batch. I mean, I've got like 17 pots of Agrax and some different... Oh, like Army Painter Strong Tone backs or something? I don't know, but my like the oh, the new wood elves are the different color to the old wood elves and i'm like this is agrax have i done the wrong thing did i use sepia no it doesn't really matter can't really show i also end up using a um, different flock as well but i don't think it showed up too much on camera which is fine but oh it's cool no, that's good it's good getting some painting done it was nice to focus on something um but yeah i mean i can't do anything else at the moment because the printer is still broken You've ordered parts, right? No, I'm using the warranty and they're replacing them in 10 to 20 working days, which is the <laughs> longest time imaginable. It is nearly the end of August, so I'm going to have had my printer out of action for all of my August Kickstarters, uh, all of my August patrons. Um, fortunately, Man. the Punga one this month wasn't particularly inspiring, so um, I wonder if they're having a bit of burnout. It's a tough schedule to me. Um, it is. I mean, even ha yeah. like half a team a month is a lot of sculpting. Now, half a team a month was pretty great. Like we were like, cool. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That works great for us. But now they're kind of like, and we're chucking the staff. And it's 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 three months for a team. It's still fine. But like, they've got obviously they've got their hype for the new Kickstarters coming. Their Chaos Dwarves look awesome. Um, they do. Yeah, love them. But it's like, oh, what about what about STL files? I mean, I can't print a damn thing at the moment anyway, so it's probably fine. <laughs> and, and just do you know that. if they have, is it just like one sculptor or do they have a team? I think How they've got a, a few of them. I think there's a few. Um, I think okay. Like maybe just two. But um, oh, actually talking about new sculpts and stuff, probably should have mentioned this in news. Um, WA Games, who did the pandemic Kickstarter, They've moved over to digital sculpting and they've been spoiling some of their high elf stuff and sculpts. Every team they do leapfrogs ahead when it comes to sculpting quality. Their casting quality. Really? Yeah. Like the some of their earlier stuff was clearly like some of the first works that someone had done. The end of that stuff they did, they're much more detailed. The casting has been amazing. So it looks like they've moved over to 3D sculpting as well now. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what, what they've come up with. Um, because so far the That's spoilers awesome. have been quite nice, and um, yeah, I mean, Blood Bowl and and High Elves, uh, High Elves are underrated. I think Ben, I may owe you an apology. <laughs> I mean, in terms of models, there's not a lot of choice with them as well. It's it's there's not a huge amount of good High Elf options out there. So even the Windsor Chop team was some of it was a bit gammy. Yeah, it wasn't. We love Windsor Chop, not. Not our favourite things from him. Um. <laughs> no, like the blitzers were amazing. Um, the throwers looked a bit squiffy. And this WA Games one looks pretty good. But again, I think high elves might just be very difficult to do. Maybe. It's it's weird proportions, isn't it? Like if you get used to like sculpting like humanoid things and to get something so like slender without making it look really lanky and are still athletic, I can imagine it being quite difficult. You know what, Ben? So. Can you... Think of a good third-party elf team. Not a good one. You know, a very good third-party elf team. Very good third-party elf team. Like, we've seen the Willies miniatures ones, because Rick has those. The uh, Grebo ones. Grebos are really good. The Dark Elves. Uh, that actually doesn't surprise me. Um, but, like, Obsidian Dusk, I think they call them. They're, they're very good. Yeah, I, I think... I don't know. It's just something about 
goodness sake. Um, something about elves, I think you're right. I think based on the proportions and stuff, they might just be um, dark elves. It might just be difficult to do while trying to achieve it in, in your own style, I guess. Um, yeah. Even the obsidian dusk ones, they're, they're nice, but they are taller and skinnier. Uh, no, I take it back. <laughs> they're they're pretty awesome, actually. Oh man, that is a cool team, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Oh, I've been tempted a few times. Grebo, just it's just unnecessarily good, isn't it? If they do these in the Grebo blood, I'd probably cave. Don't know if I can face more metal. You know, they still look a little bit like they're from Star Trek. Like the original series. I don't know what it is. I just they look like Romulans. There's just a vibe about them. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, for a high elf team, at some point I will want a high elf team, but um I will be three D printing high elf heads and using pro elf team. Basically what you did, Ben. But uh I can't be yeah. bothered to go back in time and get the old plastic kits because they are Hey, that was that was before the age of three D printer. I would not do that now. Yeah. <laughs> I, been, I went to try and find loads of Bretonian heads. That was not easy either i gave up on that one and then never easy and cheap no pick one no yeah well yeah exactly exactly no that's wicked so yeah got that got a couple of games in which was pretty awesome i did a load of editing now my car died twice this week i didn't die it just threw up all kinds of warning lights and then started running like very badly um Ooh, nearly, nearly stretched the PG nature of the show then. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it spent like mm, probably about seven hours at the garage in the last two days, which was all of my filming time. I was like, cool, got two half days. This is fine. Get home. Do the no, all gone. But because of how I edit, I managed to get an entire game done just while I was sat in the garage. <laughs> Headphones in, editing wow. goes on. Um, did that whole thing where I did the first one and then like the third of the way through the first one I was looking at some of the editing style I was going with and I was like man this is a load of work and create I, I, halfway through I was like I've already figured out a much faster way to do this but I'm halfway in now so I had to commit to the whole first episode but I've already come up with a whole bunch of quicker ways to do it um, especially with like the overlays and stuff oh, it's just so much fun editing games again and filming games I'm just so so happy like to be back doing it and it was so much fun to have you round and to get that game on the go and it's crazy it just feels like so much has changed in two years and then it felt almost nostalgic even though it's only like like it's, it's only been you know a year and a half whatever it is oh, no, but, but it genuinely felt nostalgic it's been forever you know you come around we've got the green screen set up and everything it's just yeah um really really nice. new fancy lapel mics uh it's just it was awesome tell you what though much prefer sevens <laughs> but for, for, for <laughs> filming, filming yeah for yeah. filming and editing um you know like these games are like an hour and a half uh which is probably mm. fine because i mean blood bowl games take two plus hours so as far as a video goes hour and a half for a full-on game is probably fine but that 42 minute sweet spot of a sevens game is just it's just wonderful it's digestible it's just perfect it's like, a light snack yeah <laughs> this, I'm gonna, this is a meal we're gonna have to get some sevens content on the go anyway so yeah mm. hobby wise doing the teams wrapping up the teams doing the editing doing some filming just having a really good time um using my 3d printer replacement budget to fix my car which is fine actually it's been really good and a whole yeah man like i'm looking at my amazon basket and i've got the uh 
the Saturn in there. And I'm like, this is cool. That's, uh, you know, next month. I was like, it's before the wedding stuff <laughs> is all okay. Like, we've got a good budget. Everything's on track. And then I'm like, oh, no, all the hobby money. All the hobby money just went. I was like, this is very sad. Not all the hobby money. Obviously, still got a little bit. Of, so if, if, if Conquest is looking... God, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's good. It's great. Things are good right now. We've got some great tournaments going on. We get League. Oh, other thing I should mention. You've probably already seen it, but Bombember, get your tickets. We've sold like 20-something already. So, Oh, wow, nice. Yeah, man, it's going to be a really good day. Really good day. 6th of November, Ben's delayed his Thailand trip for the second time for us. Yeah, specifically, specifically ask the flights to just, you know, just, just wait. Guys, I've got a, a tournament. I'm running a tournament. Yeah. I can't go. Um, <laughs> that should be should be great. Um, otherwise, Ben, hobby, games, things, much else on the go? Um, no, that's it, really. Like I said, just played, played a few games. Um, I actually played 40k the other day, um, which wow. was really fun. Used those activation rules with, with a mate. First time meeting him as well because we met during like COVID online. Uh, so um, yeah, no, it was really good fun. It was just awesome to yeah, like you say, games are back. Um, being people is back, and it's just really nice. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Things are looking up. I'm not entirely sure. I got a lot of faith it's going to continue, but uh, yeah, well, I'll make the most of it while it does, um, because sometimes things are better than they seem, which is an incredibly useful segue to go into. Uh, well. The vampire hype from this weekend. Okay, so this weekend was Throdball, um, big old tournament, and Ben and I were talking. Actually, gutted we missed out. I had a wedding to go to, which was delayed at least eleven times during the apocalypse. So uh, you know, gotta go to Lewis's wedding. It was really good fun. It was really nice, actually. Apart from the bit where the registrar got the name wrong, that was awkward. Um, it was really awkward. but fortunately uh, Lewis and Zoe are just so chilled that they, they just laughed it off and mm. made a joke of it um, so they were tiff and I'm like if this happens with us I don't think I'd be quite so amused um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Lewis and Andrea and I was like oh that's not the woman he's marrying it was like a reverse friends moment um, oh no it's yeah. completely wrong <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah it was uh, it was uh, it was kind of awkward uh i'm just gonna pretend it was staged um yeah they, they had a really good time it was a really good time but uh the amount of blood ball that was going on up the road pretty pretty cool so vampires won the sevens event 3-0 that's fair enough like vampires are mm -hmm. decent in sevens right you can take four positionals there's only one positional yeah that's it yeah but in 11s vampires have always been disadvantaged um as a team they've always been challenging and unique to play the biggest rule change going from bloodlust to animal savagery at first looked like absolute garbage and i think the whole world wrote vampires off and put them in a little box with nurgle with burn written on the mm -hmm. side and we've looked at yeah. a ton of teams whether it's through um the the special team Sunday views of different vampire rosters that are out there that could be used. Now, one of those rosters was uh, the Von Karstein one from Fumble, where everybody has pro. And that is basically what went down at the, the Thrub Bowl tournament. So they ran and they ran hot. Okay, so they went 3-0 on the 7th on the Friday night and then went 6-0 on the tournament. And of course, the world is now alight with, oh my gosh, 
vampires are the best team ever. Like we've we've underestimated them. Now it turns out the bloke running the vampire team is just like an absolute boss when it comes to running vampires. Um, and there's a ton of things you can do. And but six zero is actually incredibly impressive. Um, it's really good going. Like even for like tier tier one team, that's you know you've got an advantage anyway. Six and zero, not lose or tie anything is is good going. Yeah, I mean, I don't think even uh, even Wayne went six zero. He might have done. I wouldn't no, have asked I think him. So. He was third place going into day two. Um, so I remember being like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I think, uh, let me see if I can bring up the uh, 2021 rosters. Here we go. We can have a look. Boom, boom, boom. So the vampire one, I think it was five vampires. And because the way the skills were set out in Threadball, it was basically nobody could uh, have the same cluster of skills. Like You can take pro or block and as many people as you like, but no one can have block on its own they can be just well, no, only one person can have block and the next one has to have block and another skill and that can't be repeated so you can have block and block guard and then block dodge but you can't you know so when it came to uh building the roster here uh do, do, do where were we uh oh man this is gonna be this is gonna be work to find isn't it okay maybe we don't bother with that one um but yeah i think it was five Vamps, two, three re-rolls. Um, Fatboy Slimming was the overall winner, which is pretty cool. Coach 23, they've done a good job here, I think, organising the rosters and things. They've used Google spreadsheets, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, oh, it doesn't appear to be working very well. That's okay. So, yeah, 15 players, five vampires, one, two, three, four, five vamps, no stars, two re-rolls, one AC, yeah. Wow, they didn't even have Cheney. No stars. I would assume they... Wow, okay. No stars. Yeah. Uh, oh, the spreadsheet isn't working, which is a bit of a shame. But it was basically like pro block, pro guard, pro mighty blow, pro tackle, um, pro shorthand, wow. that kind of thing. I can't remember what the actual layout was. But this this roster was just vanilla vamps with pro. And there's a couple of lessons there that are just incredibly worth talking through when it comes to vampires. So... Uh, the hypno gaze apparently is the biggest and most useful thing in a star player saturated environment. Mate, I could have told you that. Yeah. I could have told you that. <laughs> we'll come on to that in a bit, but carry on. Yeah. yeah so apparently, and uh, there's a couple of posts where the where Fat Boy Slimming kind of broke down how his tournament went and and things like that, which I thought was really great. And I've loved the amount of bits and bobs of coverage. I guess is probably the best way to come out. Um, but it's just people who've gone to the tournament and talked about it, which is just absolutely awesome to see. But yeah, um, that mix of skills allowing the to just the way the new rules work, which is going to very much lead into our second uh, our second element. Taking away dodge, block, mighty blow. I mean, mighty blow the, that that doesn't work on defense now anyway. Really impressive, but just the fact that they can two plus turn off all those skills and just have mm -hmm. uh, just delete like that player's everything is just so useful and hypno gaze triggering on that edge two plus is mm -hmm. remarkable and that's the biggest difference here i can't find it oh can't find the detail. Never mind. Don't really matter. The whole point is that vampires—they took this team, they took this roster that was just vanilla, and 
one. Now, I believe they got given one game um, when the opposing coach, which was running Halflings, set up 13 players, including Morg and Griff. And obviously, if you set up more than 11 players, the opponent gets to pick. So, yeah, they just set up and lost like 700k's worth of players. Uh, even the old vampire team could have won um, pretty handily against a halfling team with no star players. That's absolutely brutal. <laughs> but let, you know, but let's take that out the the picture. They still went five zero, and because it was Swiss pairing, they beat some really good coaches with it. So Ben, vampires, mm. should we do we need to worry about them? Well, like I was thinking this as well because we wrote them off. Um... Because things happen on a four plus to like hypno gaze, but four plus with a pro reroll to hypno gaze to remove everything, like you say, is extremely powerful. And um, for so I played a really similar roster in the Isle of Wight tournament in Sandbowl. Ah, oh, by Lesser roster there. I think it was less oppressive because it was only one skill around. So to get the four pro oh. was only when it came to my game, and I got kind of hammered. Um, because that was four vamps and no, I think it was three vamps and Cheney. Um, and so I was positioning my nobility stand firm guys two squares away and then they hypnogaze them and Cheney them off the pitch. Um, oh, so it's like that's why I assumed Cheney was there because it works so well with that. Yeah. Um, I just, I think like maybe, yeah, we did sleep on them because it's not that bad. To, it's not as big a nerf as I think we thought, and the fact that you like bloodlust was really severe because you're like legging it off the pitch to just like bonehead injure him. your thrall and right. carry on is yeah way better. Well, worst case scenario is you bonehead. That's it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you're running, you're running strength four edge two plus ogres. <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. regard, it, I mean that's a massive over oversimplification, but. I, I love it. I think this is so exciting. Now, it is just one event, mm. and I know that any team can beat any other team. Believe me, I know that. I went 2-1-1 with Snotlings. So, like, you know, any team can beat any team in any given game. But just the consistency, and you've got this great coach running this incredibly underrated team. I mean, when we did the power rankings, Vampires had to be, you know, what, just above the stunty teams, you know, if not, yeah. you know, if they were right down there in the, the depths of should be tier three land. And some tournaments, just from doing the tournament Tuesday, are rating vampires as tier three. Um, there's one tournament coming up in four weeks' time where vamps are sitting in tier three, and tier three gets 1250 and 52 SPP. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, wow. oh, oh, who, how, who, how would you not run vampires? First of all, at 1250, like that's a full vamp lineup, all your rerolls and a star player and 52 SPP of stats of skills. I mean, I don't, I can't, I can't even figure out how many skills that is. It's like eight, eight regular skills, maybe. Yeah. And well, I mean, 12 for a six or six for a primary and then 12 secondary. You could, you can get a lot with that. You can get. All the lot. skills with that. I mean, what is it? It's 14 to get two skills per player. So 14, 14, 28, 28, 28, 56. Maybe it's 56 SPP. I'm not sure. But yeah, basically, you can stack a bunch of skills on a player. That's a, that's a really tasty build. But anyway, I think it's really cool that they've gone 
taken this thing and it's just it's just so cool that we've got this surprise meta thing i mean ben would you have been particularly surprised if it was like uh underworld dark elves dwarves one two three no actually underworld no, chaos not. dwarf dwarf one two three you know yeah that's what you'd expect <laughs> that's why i love to see this i mean ne next up nurgle right if nurgle can go like 6-0 in the next tournament that would be fantastic although we we said we did write off nurgle and from what I, I saw some comments about how they're actually pretty good as well so well, <laughs> maybe now, we're they've wrong got, that. now they've got hack phlegm you know they're better yeah exactly fixes all the problems <laughs> yeah basically so i don't know i i think this is brilliant for the for the for the meta and i'm excited to the fact that we're probably going to see a load of people running vampires now like they have taken yeah. a dead team and resurrected it which is incredibly thematic and just <laughs> we're going to see we're going to see the rosters run and we're going to see them more often and it's just injected life into a team that i think they're pretty written off now i've got the so i've been working on a load of tournament stat work from the naf database and um because i want to put it into our tournament format so we can get like a a, a more cohesive who won things kind of thing but just looking at it now vamps only had 65 games you know um out of six and a half thousand games that have gone on so far in blood bowl 2020 so like it's just such a small proportion and they're sitting at 50 percent win rate which is fine. That's still good for that sample size um still good yeah i mean it's 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 not bad not at all is cool. it yeah can we do that? No, I've killed it. Uh, fantastic. Uh, vamps, where are you? Vampire. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. With Tomb Kings at 50%. You know, Tomb Kings, 208 games though. So it's just like mm -hmm. vampires are by far and large the least run team as it stands. And one thing we can track is over the next couple of months to see how many vampire teams. I mean, we got bombvember coming up um i don't think i can go to any other blood bowl tournaments at the moment because throughout october we've got i've got two weddings on my weekends off one of them is mine one of them is other lewis's um and i can't miss either of those so unless the tournament drops in september um i'm basically not playing blood bowl till our tournament in november but I, i'd be really tempted to get hold of a, a vampire team and, and give them a go as i think a tournament's a great yeah, place to do that's it like Punk, the, was it a Vampire Team that Punga released on Kickstarter? The um, Punga Vamps is uh, probably the nicest Vampire Team out there. Yeah, yeah, I, I do love that one. Um, yeah, I'd be tempted to pick that up too. Maybe it'll come to their uh, Patreon at some point. Oh, yeah, cool. that would be pretty lovely if we got extra teams. I mean, do you expect, I mean, do you expect any other teams to have any more of a resurgence or do you think that we're kind of set when it comes to competitive blood bowl now well kind of like i said i think nurgle might um now they have access to hack phlegm but from the comments i saw they are like actually pretty strong um still don't think i'm convinced until i've kind of seen it myself um and i haven't seen well we've, we've done a few tournaments now i don't think i've seen nurgle in any of them um are we doing I, do, do you know if anyone ran a nurgle team of thread Oh, I've got no idea, actually. I'm not sure they've got that breakdown. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they have. But, yeah, no, I, I think I would like to see that team come out of the shadows now, but I don't know if they they have the same kind of surprise punch as a vampire team does, because, you know, when vampires roll well, they're just unstoppable. 
Um, um, Nurgle, 10th and 11th for, for Thrud. That's not bad at all. Uh, I'm assuming that's um, that's Hackflem land. You would imagine. You would. Um, and that's... I, I tell you what, that's the next question, Ben. With the rise of star players and the potency of them, is it worth that potency being okay if it means that those teams that aren't normally in the running can get played more? Like... Nurgle, for example. I still, I still think this comes back to what we said on different podcasts where I'd like to see a rotation for that reason. Because I'd rather teams rise and fall over different seasons than to have just a consistent pick this with this team and you'll have an advantage. Yeah. Like it, it's nice to sometimes have restrictions um, for that just to, just to shake up the game. So, um, yeah, I, I I'm not sure really. I I think I, I don't know if I if I like to see you know <laughs> Hackflem Nurgle just wiping the floor with everything now, uh, like or you know Vampire Cheney. I, I just think it will be interesting to move it around. I would also love to see some kind of rotation. I think it would just be a clever way to do it, but I don't know. I guess it it just depends on what Blood Bowl is. Um, mm. All right, one of those two had Hackflem, the other one had Glart. Glart, who okay. I actually think is underrated, and that's from yeah, I agree. That's from me running Snotlings, and I ended up using Hackflame as my primary blitzer, um, because I mean the pump wagon was having a great time with some guard trolls, just uh, just doing that pile driver thing, which was just like and plus four to my follow up foul. It was great fun, um, but like it just meant that my other dude was running around, but having Glart at strength four doing this stuff without a negatrate would just have been pretty. Mm pretty useful i think so definitely glart is one to watch out for he's only 195k as well so it's yeah, it's a good price yeah it's it's really really achievable um i've lost it now glart uh yeah block claw grab jug stand firm five four four plus you know for 195 it's, it's what you want from a blitzer he's not a bad blitzer you know he's a little bit slow but actually it's worthwhile just to be two die blocking with block everyone forever um yeah and he's got that claw element to him as well which means he's always breaking armor oh what 44 percent of the time so it's it i think glart's pretty decent so they ran glart instead of a beast for no okay and chucked a bunch of skills on there guys um yeah, he's better than a beast so yeah definitely definitely so vampires interesting and i think when it comes to competitive or uh kind of uh constructed i guess constructed blood bowl when you can choose skills pro makes all the difference i imagine that running them in league to get them to get pro is a little bit of work and that probably takes them from um struggling tier to decent tier really quickly and i think that's that's I think that's cool that you've got a team here that's just much better in constructed than they are in league. Yeah, it's good to spice it up. I do like that. I'm a big fan of that. Now, I think we're starting to stray into uh, the next topic, which is Blood Bowl 2020 is not Blood Bowl 16. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. So we already started delving into it. You know, the Blood Bowl 2020 is 
not Blood Bowl 16. So what we're going to do now is just have a little bit of chat about some of the things that are different, some of the things that are surprising, some of the things that are not surprising. Um, but before we do, Daniel Mitchell is the name of the vampire coach. And um, uh. yeah, just basically there is a thread on the Blood Bowl community where he's explaining how it worked. It was just like actually just clever positioning and, and some luck and that um, animal savagery, you know, I know you've got to do a four plus to do a... Uh, jobby what's it but when you roll in pro it's basically a two plus followed by a two plus for uh hypno goes a uh, hypno gaze you just take out the edge of a corner and then you got just a two plus blitz in with a strength four player with probably block and he's like and it's just positioning and to be fair we've all seen it with like players like uh thralls and things where actually when you you lose your key pieces and you run linemen thralls and hobgoblins are pretty decent players so it yeah, can be done still humans. yeah it can be done it can absolutely be done but anyway what we're seeing when it comes to league, uh, but particularly tournament, this this episode is very much competitive themed or at least uh, constructed themed. Um, it's not. I mean, the top teams in the old edition, Ben, you know, off the top of your head, top five teams in Blood Bowl 16 from a tournament. Uh, Wood Elves, Dark Elves, um, Skaven. Yeah. Uh... That's a pretty decent top three. Yeah, what am I missing? Oh, yeah, Chaucer was good. Amazons. There's a ton of good teams, but those three were basically the top three meta, weren't they? It was always elves, elves, elves. And I guess I want to start this little conversation off with the fact that I think elves are done now. Like, I love dark elves. Like, I probably don't talk about them as much because it's a bit too easy to love dark elves. But dark elves give you the edge when it comes to positioning if you can position well with dark elves you can dominate ben we've seen it in uh, some of our fumble tournaments we ran and um you know we've played some good dark elf coaches across the time but but elves just underrepresented and from a winningness point of view or the most winningest teams elves not doing that well at all and you know why do you think that is ben i i really don't know um I, I think part of it is the passing changes. They can't just do like the cheeky like two plus passes that they used to be able to do just whenever they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I'm thinking like I, I've spoken to people as well who you know would never pass and still do well with elves. So like outside of that, I'm not really sure. I mean that that's the obvious. That's the obvious one. Um, so looking at think? looking at the average win rates at the moment, we've got Underworlds at sixty one percent. Dwarf at 57, Amazon at 55, High Elves at 53, <laughs> nice, Slan in there at 51 with 81 games, good work, Slan. That includes you, Gary, <laughs> for running four rounds at, uh, yeah. <laughs> at, like, good work, good work, helping to boost those Slan games. Uh, elf Union, five, uh, six, Shambling Undead, Halfling, Wood Elf. So they're still kind of loitering at the top. Skaven taking a horrible beating, they're down in like the 17s or something, but... I think Skaven oh, lost, really? I think Skaven lost their edge because of that gutter runner passing change, like you said, Ben. And although you don't uh, you don't want to pass, but a two plus quick pass from an edge four elf in the old edition was an absolute no brainer. That's gone mm-hmm. to a four plus pass now. And yeah, you know, it's not just that quick pass, but actually it is ooh, I can go for a six square three plus. This is gonna be fine, I've got a re-roll to now. That's a five plus pass. That's just not happening. Like it has just taken that extra swing element. And I think the other bit is that the meta is evolving to be so heavily anti-dodge. 
because of things right. like like Hackflem. Because Underworld, are the, are the big boogeyman at the moment, because they've got Hackflem, they've got a gutter runner, they've got stunties, tackle will wreck face. Okay, I've, I got to experience it with uh, with the Chaos Dwarfs. And you know what? A regular dwarf team going to be the same. The difference is that Chaufs actually have access to Hackflem themselves, whereas the regular yeah. dwarves, um, their best option is Griff, who's 100k more. So bit tough on those uh, those chalf rosters just better than the dwarf roster anyway because it's got more variety and a minotaur but it's interesting mm. i think that the meta has shifted so hard to the run game because like you said ben the pass game has been well it's not even the prime not the primary pass game the incidental pass game has been nerfed so your gutter runners your or every elf ever that now it is run game, which means dodge is king on the ground, which means tackle just hard trumps it. The ability to remove skills hard trumps it, which is why we think we saw Hypnogaze do so well, and while Chorf and Dwarf are doing so well in tournaments. Whereas mm-hmm. Wood Elves, gone. Dark Elves, gone. Skaven, gone. Because that incidental passing game has been deleted. And that, for me, I think is... Oh, sorry, go for it. I was going to say, do you also? It's 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 a tangent, so you finish your point if you want. No, no, no. Love a good tangent. Okay. Um, I was going to say, do you think part of it may also be um, the changes to rerolls, where like an elf team before you generally run less rerolls because you're doing like two plus dodges all, all day, um, things like that, and you generally have you know a couple of good block players or four of them. Like they tend to rely less on rerolls and just raw talent and just expensive players instead um do you think now that you can use multiple rerolls in a turn um other teams can continue like a stretch play where elves would normally have that built in so it kind of levels the playing field a bit definitely and um you know i've seen it from my blood bowl 2020 things there are definitely you can go four or five turns with not needing a reroll and then you can just shoot two or three off in one turn and just pull off something <laughs> just unnecessary mm-hmm. you know dwarves amazon high elves slan Elf Union, all 50k rerolls, top five of the top six teams when it comes to tournaments, Ben. Um, really? Yeah. So you wow, could okay. very well be on that. But I don't know if, um, I think it's not that you need the rerolls. I think it's just that when it comes to constructed, you're playing 11, 11.50 plus, right? And it's normally mm-hmm. 11, 11, 50, 1200 plus free skills, or it's 1250 with skill buy. You've got the cash for three or four rerolls. And you're right. Like elves, their strength was I'm only going to roll one, run, one roll, uh, only going to roll one, one per turn, <laughs> you know? Um, so I'm okay with less rerolls because actually I've used my one reroll this turn. I can't do it anymore. Whereas it comes to dwarves, if they need to take a dodge, they get a two, they can take a reroll. And then the next roll, if they get a dodge, then they get a two, they just take another reroll. Like they, they can just burn them. Um, and I think you're mm. right. I think the, the rise of the run game, making tackle better because passing is depleted. And the rise of multiple rerolls makes cheaper rerolls accidentally better. I think I don't think it's a constructed like we're going to do this to take more rerolls so I can shoot four rerolls in a turn. It just means that sometimes when something bad goes wrong twice, you the teams with cheaper rerolls have got the dwarves don't need more than two rerolls. But in a tournament, you might as well take three or four, especially these days. And when they're 50k each and your perfect dwarf team is 
you know a million anyway actually that's not fair it's like a million and ten now because the uh dwarf trolls the trolls there price increase you know but that just means that a constructed format you only need 11 1050 1100 gives you the full lineup of all your positionals and four rerolls like yeah it's just that's, that's good yeah what more do you need at that point except obviously a cheaper griff um i'm going to come to that point in a second though but bb2020 is not bb16 we've potentially undercut some teams or overexpected other teams based on how they used to play we've looked at the meta and we've looked at expectations based on how the teams used to play like we're not seeing great results out of wood elves and dark elves pro elves are okay high elves won a couple of sevens tournaments because high elves are underrated um and it's just <laughs> i don't know i think i think it's a really good thing and this is why i said right at the beginning of the show like yeah we've not had a games workshop news for what feels like years um you know the only thing we've had this year is death zone like it's a whole year well yeah what else have we had wow wow you're right yeah no new team where's the year gone how is it august it's been a year now it's been over a year since we had the leaks It still feels like April. I don't know what's going on. I know. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. We were looking at stuff earlier at work and they were like, oh, you know, um, maybe I could have some time off in in September. I'm like, sorry, kid. We've planned September. I that's that's five weeks. Like we're we're five weeks ahead. Like we've we planned. This is done now. They're like, oh, oh, it's Christmas. Like, yes, it's Christmas. We've got a Christmas planning meeting in four weeks. Like, let's do this. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It gets to be all very recruity again in about four weeks' time. So I need to do, and I need to do all my seasonal recruiting from my branches before I go on, um, before I go on wedding leave as well. Um, <laughs> been kind of cunning with this, Ben. I got a week off before the wedding and a week off after. Okay. If, if I get the wedding stuff all planned and prepped, I might be able to sneak in a load of blood bowl content the week before the wedding if everything is lined up. So it's in my that's brave. It's in my best in no no no. It's in my best interest to get things organised now, so that on the lead up to the wedding, I can just chill out and play blood bowl. I realise how incredibly knows, optimistic that is. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You do want to get married, right? Like, <laughs> I think Tiff's working, so I can just take care of stuff. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. I'm all excited. We've got the marquees. I get to, oh, dude. I'm like a pro with led string lights and lanterns and things now like when I'm you, so when you for do it in the studio <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i do want to play blood bowl um yeah it's it's gonna be good but this is this is just the the meta is so different and part of me absolutely loves it because like i said we've had nothing new but there's still so much to explore and realistically we've only just started doing tournaments again like they've only been going on for six weeks like there's still a mm-hmm. you know thousands of games have been played really but we are in the thick of it now where we're going to see the meta evolve and that's i'm really looking forward to see how it shakes out over the next couple of months but yeah i mean it's it's something which we keep we've definitely talked about so much that we just want to see this to be like a an evolving game and some of the things we love about like esports is the meta shifts yes. and things becoming a meta so to see things change against what you expect is 
just means a lot. Like that's really cool to see. Um, it's so exciting. We're seeing all the data come through now. Things are things still don't seem right. Okay, like they just there's there's some stuff there that just doesn't feel right. Lizards. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, mm. six, seven, eight, ninth from the bottom. Human. One, two, three, four, fifth from the bottom. Uh, That's surprising. That human one really surprised me because I put that what second best yeah, I mean, team. But or dude, like... human, Norse, lizards, Skaven, uh, dark elves in the bottom half here. That that would be like a top five if you were to see if you were to right? ask me where do you think these five teams rank? Yeah, I <laughs> like... think the only legitimate bad team at the moment is goblins because they got. They, they goblins got nerfed, I think, harder than Nurgle without anyone realising it because their star players got downgraded and everybody, everybody else's got upgraded. Yeah, they lost Ripper. They lost Ripper. They lost Nobler. Lost they the lost... Um, yeah. yeah. They lost Scrapper. They lost the stuff that they could do. They lost their mm -hmm. stuff. And it, like they can't even take Hackflem. If they could take Hackflem, goblins with Hackflem would be really cool. Yeah, but definitely. They, they got nothing... They got no. They can't take Hackflem. No, Snotlings can, but goblins can't. Yeah, um, that's weird. Like the best they've got, like goblins, just don't have a good build. Like the Black Gobbo is the best they've got, and he's two hundred k for a bombing stabber, which is fine. But that's not what you need. You need to compete. If you've mm. got Cheney in the undead teams, and you've got Hackflem, and you've got Griff, that poor old goblins have got nobody. Their most agile player is the goblin. And they've already got goblins, or they take Varag. And Varag is just not, not very great. good. Like, yeah. not very good at all. And I'll admit, I've only played against him once and it took me one Snotling to defeat him. Because he just, just <laughs> he can't dodge. Like, he can throw he can all the dice he likes, but he doesn't, have, he doesn't have tackle. Like, he's just going to yeah. be... And he did just end up being tagged by one Snotling for the whole game. And he's, oh. like, nearly 300k. I was like, this is, that's, yeah. I mean, that's more about how OP snotlings are. Oh, where are snotlings? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Welcome to Counting with the Bonehead Podcast. Um, yeah, 16. All right. So they're very nearly in the top half. So snotlings. That's pretty good. Well done, snotlings. For the win. And What I about mean, um, nobility? They're quite high, aren't they? Garbage. I remember seeing them. Fourth at the bottom now. Really? Yeah. 46% win okay. rate. Corn forty nine percent. Oh wait, no, third from the bottom. Goblins thirty five percent. Humans forty six. Black orc forty seven. Nurgle forty seven. Lizards nobility. Oh wait, no, that's OWA. Sorry, nobility. Yeah, forty eight point six. OWA that is at forty two. Okay, but the cool thing is, like the the swing in those percentages, that it's not much. With the exception of goblins, no. everything's forty three percent up. And that's a pretty healthy win rate, right? Like you don't like things, isn't it? Balanced games tend to be like within like forty-five to fifty-five. Like fifty-five is already quite extreme, right? So you want things to be like that's it around forty-five percent, ideally, right? Corn forty-two point nine, goblins thirty-five point seven. Yeah, that's that's a problem. And then <laughs> like, it's and then it's it's humans at forty-six. Yeah, all the way up to Amazons at fifty-five. Then it's Dwarves at 57 and Underworld at 61. That's so, also Underworld is quite, that's yeah. a bit too hard. Now, the, the majority of teams, so from fourth place down to, uh, I don't know, 20th place, it's a Brexit margin. 
you know it, it's <laughs> it's 51 49 split which is a great mm. grouping and i think we have to give it to games workshop i know that they've uh they have definitely moved the cheese but it is a new cheese and yeah everybody's cheese is as cheesy as the rest except goblins because they suck bless them um i love goblins i love the roster but they they can't compete they don't have what they need um, yeah i think with some good stars they'd actually be quite a formidable team like like with, with a in, in the or, yeah or with, scrapper with some agility yeah like i think ripper will help a lot we were, we were speculating what ripper would get if he comes out like a few different rules um is a special power so, isn't it I think, that's the yeah one you're you're be. like you're quite cynical right you think he's just gonna get a mighty blow plus two yeah oh, a crushing blow once per game yeah yeah you picked um, you picked a different idea right? i much preferred yours yeah I, I i suggest the idea of um once per game is throw teammate target gets swoop so like if you lose your doom diver which happens regularly you can get another doom diver or if your doom diver is not available you can throw a goblin as a doom diver i think and you can throw a goblin that's not a doom diver and they come with dodge because i don't think doom divers have dodge do they um, uh no they don't but i mean i think yeah. you also suggested that they got morgue's rule of uh just pass once per game like yeah i think that's i think someone else suggested that i think it was trip or Sam. It was trips um yeah trips is very wise um, he is <laughs> very wise unless he's building rosters in which case ian you need to take more re-rolls we've had this chat um he still plays like a monster though it's just just ridiculous um yeah morgan thor once per game if morg fails the passing ability test when making a pass action or a throw team action you may re-roll the d6 so yeah that's pretty solid isn't it um yeah like that's great like if we end up getting ripper and ripper was i think ripper was strength six back in the day as well wasn't he he was yeah strength six grab it's fantastic dude ripper's gonna be an absolute boss because he's gonna come in at mm -hmm. under man no one's ever gonna take varag ever 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 again like no look, man ripper was cheap in the old times if he come man he was yeah two, he was 270 461 so garbage agility which might mean he'll end up with maybe passing he can't have passing five plus to be a throw teammate specialist that would be garbage well, that's why he might have, I think Sam suggested, Scrolls ability where you add his strength. Oh, that um, would be sweet. He'd probably get strong arm. Yeah. They might Low, be passing 5 plus with strong Lona arm. grab, mighty blow, regen, throw teammate. I don't know, 270. Who else was 270 in the before times? Zara the Slayer. Well, she's gone. Um, 260 was Zug. So Zug was 260. He's now 200, 220. Mm. So if Zug strength five block, mighty blow up against Ripper. Well, dude, if Ripper lands, no if Ripper lands at two twenty or two forty for a strength six piece, oh, yeah, that does invalidate a lot of players. Well, just goblins. I think almost even morgue at that point because you know. <laughs> that's it, and that's I guess the thing is that although goblins can take morgue because their linemen are expensive for stunties, you know, you you yeah. do. He ends up being instead of what two three forty as he is now, like from a balancing point of view, you're gonna need at least what six seven goblins. He's basically over four hundred again, if you think about the cost for a stunty team. You know, because you're mm -hmm. having to pay that tax for goblins. Goblins who are superb, all right. As far as stunty players go, goblins are amazing. 
actually the goblin bruisers are amazing standard goblins pretty damn good like yeah I, I would love to see goblins get a bit of spice and that's what i think you were saying ben with some kind of rotation pattern and i i know that the naf won't do it and i don't think they should because it's not their game like mm-hmm. what the naf do is maintain some stats and and just keep things as just unified as much as they can like i like that games workshop cannot be trusted to maintain any kind of competitive element like they brought out the ultimate competitive game in underworlds and it is a sham of a game like (laughs) it's a fun game but don't have a strong opinion then do you (laughs) oh dude like the rotation element of underworld underworlds is just you can't get into it because it is so like yeah blood bowl yeah but like just a seasonal like a general's handbook um I would love to see the NAF do this. I would love to help the NAF do this. Like a competitive, like, balance format. The ATV guys, um, uh, all teams viable, they do this with their with their stuff. But, like, goblins need a bit of spice. And I'd love to see the bottom two teams every year just get a bit of a boost. Like, just rotate mm-hmm. them in. Like, every year when you do the death zone, just actually change those rosters. Make their re-rolls yeah. cheaper. Make their, give them an extra player double the amount of doom divers they can take add a try i don't care like just spice up the roster to mean that they can compete however the problem with the data that we've got is that this all includes star players so nurgle doing great because they've got a movement nine strength three and two plus two heads two arms dude like that's <laughs> you know most of the touchdowns probably scored by him um but i don't know i mean how do you feel about the star player heavy environment um I mean, I like it. It's part of, as in, I like the idea of stars. It's part of Blood Bowl's identity. Um, sometimes I feel like it's not the team winning, though. Like, like you say, that state that data includes the stars, and I'm one of these people who comes from war games where I tend not to use the named characters because I like my dudes. Um, amusingly, I'm kind of against the stars. Well, I Sorry? don't like that. Amusingly, that's why I'm not a big fan of Age of Sigma. Is because I'm like, yeah. oh, it's Nagash again, and it's Nagash again, yeah. and it's where how many places is Nagash at in one time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's a little bit like, um, yeah, I kind of, I, I, I will use them and enjoy using them, but it kind of feels like, um, I would like to see games sometimes without them, um, especially in a tournament setting, uh maybe starless tournaments but then i think that makes a lot of teams sad so yeah sadly starless tournaments and end stunty rosters yeah exactly yeah every other team has got a build but you need stars for those tier three teams to work even goblins bless them i mean clearly it's not working for goblins but you know (laughs) there's no point running a halfling team if you've got no stars because you just can't spend your money you just cannot spend it your team ends up being 750k with 16 players and two hefties which nobody does and it's like that's it what the heck do you spend the rest of it on um i love the idea of a halfling running play but you know boost up halflings let them take four trees if you want them to be a team they have to be able Mm -hmm. to buy a team yeah that's a really good point Four trolls, four four trees. Like that's that's let's find a way to supplement them so that they've got an actual team and an actual angle. 
but because if you take away stars, I mean, <sighs> Snotling roster is probably the only one that's got stuff. Actually, that's not fair. Ogres as well. I think it's really just halflings and goblins. If you're not running stars with a halfling team, first of all, nice work. Like, if you're going vanilla halflings to any event, I actually think that's awesome. I'd love to see a strong halfling running game. I think that's I think that's wicked. But it's not it's a very edge case kind of challenge. Like, you know those weirdos that take Tomb Kings to things. Um because <laughs> they want a challenge. Uh, I just like that's I think the most challenging build would be halflings without stars, just in Blood Bowl. Like Yeah, probably. I think that'd be awesome and they did great in sevens great in sevens but because you don't have the line of slaughter but yeah give halflings give a couple of extra treemen give goblins a couple of extra trolls and then you've got kind of different ogre rosters um it's, yeah i don't know i don't know the downside of a no star player tournament is yeah you kill you kill stunties and then you're probably in an environment with skill buy and then you're just going to see the rock paper scissors lizard spock element of chaos dwarves um amazons and dwarves just feeding on them um, yeah but i don't know I, I like that there's a mix and the thing is with blood bowl i think i think i i probably forget this a little bit more than i should because of how much like you said ben esports and i love magic and things like that because i love a meta and you know nfl is very similar but every single tournament in blood bowl in the in the world of blood bowl in the game of blood bowl blood bowl is incredibly feudal like each event is its own thing there is no overarching combine like in the blood bowl world there was the naf the naf died because everything became its own thing and if you look at the tournament circuit and you look at the local leagues everybody's doing their own thing and that's what people mm -hmm. want you know that's what federal governments want that's what every city wants is people want to self-govern they want to have their own identity and they want to make it theirs and that's why blood bowl has been so powerful is because that lack of control from games workshop allowed people to just make just declarations of independence and now every <laughs> tournament is its own thing and every tournament has its own meta and there are similarities but the fact that every event is different and that the meta is different to every event, I think is probably the biggest strength in Blood Bowl. And that that anarchy, I think, is just so healthy for the game. Um, because there's no, nothing there's nothing worse than a solved format. Just Magic the Gathering standard has been an absolute disaster since Throne of Eldraine came out because they just it would be like they released a teams of it would be like they released um, a star player book and the star players in that book would just 100k cheaper than they should be why would you ever play anything else throne of Eldraine did that with magic the gathering and standard they are still waiting for rotation um at least there is rotation you know but mm -hmm. in blood bowl it's cool to see the variety and i think as we see each team and this is why i think new teams is going to be so important to this is because we are not going to see um rotation we're not going to see adjustment. We're never going to see rebalancing. What we are going to see is new challenges in the way of new teams dropping. And whether you're running an event and the Games Workshop has actually released a new team or new star players, or whether you are running an event and you just want to use some of the Fumble Secret League. We've run a couple of them with those teams involved. I've been to a couple that I didn't run where those teams were involved. And 
it's the best thing for Blood Bowl is you take a format that is solved, you introduce new challenges. I mean, Bonehead Bowl, Ben, the best. Right, Mega Bowl was absurd. We overdid it. But Bonehead Bowl is, for me, the perfect Blood Bowl event. It's mixed teams. And you therefore play every single game is basically a game you have never played before and will probably never play again. And that is the ultimate thing for me for Blood Bowl because there's like 400, 500 combinations to choose from. So it's just it's just so much variety, like half undead, half vampires. What a sweet combo. What are you playing? I'm playing Ogres yeah. Goblins. Like this is just that is a that game. That was so much fun. Yeah. The roster drafting part of that was, like, yeah, peak Blood Bowl, I think, for me. Yeah. And like, just trying to come up with all the combos was just obscenely fun. And I'm, 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 we, we either need to bring back Bonehead Bowl with mixed teams next year or Tombstone. Like, I don't mind which. I think Bonehead Bowl probably the right way to go. And I know it won't be that popular with the guys who are all up in the NAF. But you know what? It's a better way to play Blood Bowl because you're shaking it up. If you are one of those guys, give it a go. Just give it a go. You can complain about it afterwards, but try it because it's fun. <laughs> you won't get the points for it, but what you will do is play some very unique Blood Bowl and yeah. have challenges you've not played before. And yeah. I think that's just awesome. And that's what I want out of Blood Bowl because, and that's where we are now with Blood Bowl 2020 is we are on the beaches and we are still trying to figure things out. At the moment, some stuff seems really, really powerful. And we'll see the meta adjust. We'll see more dwarves. We'll see more chaos dwarves. Uh, we'll see more tackle. And it's going to work its way out. But ultimately, with Blood Bowl, any given die roll can make or break the game. Like Blitz yeah. has been nerfed, but it's still a game changer. Um, so, you know, you can lose anything. And I like that. Um, right. Anything else on the big differences between Blood Bowl 2020 after a year and Blood Bowl 16, Ben? I think that's. I think that kind of covers it. You know, still blood bowl. Yeah, still fun. We haven't really touched on league, but as we're going on with our league and the Bonehead Championship, we're getting some really good experience with the league and things like that. And when to take a random, and yeah. I made uh, made quite an error in the first two games. MVP is now four SPP, not five. Completely forgot about that. So, uh, we'll oh be, really? We'll be doing okay. that. We'll be doing I that think. wrong the first round of the Bonehead Championship. So please forgive us. Um, but you know, taking randoms been great like it's it's cool gives you an option and it feels like you get further along with those spp like you know if you've got a dude who's actually at 11 spp you're like Ooh, do i just wait to take a double i choose um yeah. some, some players yes some players no it depends what you got and i i do think that's really cool and i much prefer that i much prefer that I think, yeah, me too. I think the league element is so strong and the competitive constructed element is actually really good too uh, this is this is a new age. It is not a golden age because with the technology, things get solved much quicker. Um, mm -hmm. But you know what? Shake up the meta. Introduce your own rules. Introduce your new teams. Get something on there. It's a game. A different way to play is a better way most of the time. Like even just homebrew a rule. Build a Slanesh team just for Ben. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. make it broken. It's okay. Um you're just challenging yourself to play better, which is what it's all about. Right. I think, Ben, that's probably enough Blood Bowl nonsense for this week. Is there anything else you wanted to add? 
No, I think that's about it. Um, yeah, just looking forward to filming more of those games and yeah. talking about that. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I just, it's just, I'm so in such a good place with Blood Bowl again. Like, I never really fell mm. out of it, but just, we've had to theory, which I love. Don't get me wrong, I'm a math hammer pro. But living it now is just amazing. Traveling to yeah. tournaments hosting tournaments uh recording games and building franchises it's just awesome um but i will be glad to get the last team painted so that i can then start painting things i don't need um again which is kind of fun and by painting i mean painting brown and moving on uh yeah that's all good right then bt <laughs> should we wrap up for the week yeah sounds good Okay, well, Ben, thank you ever so much for joining me. And uh, guys out there watching and listening, thank you ever so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be back soon with more Blood Bowl content. And it's, this is coming out on Saturday, so look out on Sunday. I've just got this feeling we're going to see some Blood Bowl news. Um, mm, fingers but, crossed. But, um, but probably yeah, it. Come on, because we need that. No, Mythic Goal looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Or we will just go play Mythic <laughs> no, Goal. Yeah, <laughs> if we get a roadmap if we get a roadmap I won't say anything on it you know that oh, yeah I know the kill did you see the kill team roadmap though um, what the one that also said nothing on it no it's well it didn't say nothing it said that every three months they're getting a new expansion with uh, like a new land and new teams and stuff every three months that's yeah that's powerful for Games Workshop they don't do anything in three months <laughs> It's, it's it's interesting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Spend three months. Spend three months and make a proper roadmap, though. You know. Yeah. Just I just want to know what's coming next. Anyway, we're going to disappear. Thank you ever so much for joining Thank us. You. We'll we'll catch no. you soon. Yeah. Happy blocking. Thanks very much for watching. We really appreciate your support. If you want to help support the channel even further, please like and subscribe or come join us on our Patreon. We have early access to content. We get loads of feedback from you guys and we try and do competitions as much as we can. Or you can get yourself some Bonehead Podcast merch on our Spreadshirt site. So if you want to support a team, especially for the Bonehead Championship, you can pick up a shirt, a mug, things like that. It all helps support the channel and we really appreciate it. Anyway, links below. Thank you very much. Happy blocking. <laughs>